Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday! If you haven't already, I'm here to make sure that you get off to a great start of this week. If you are new to the podcast and our community, make sure you give this show a follow so that you don't miss out on any of my future episodes. And please, 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 please go ahead and share this podcast on social media. If you've taken anything from those episodes in the past, please go ahead and spread the word to your community out there so we can help more riders improve their mindset and performance. Now, what I'm going to be talking about today is how you can incorporate mindset training into your daily routine. Why would you want to do this? Because of this quote that I'll tell you in a second. And it goes like this. You'll never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. I'm going to say that again just to make sure it sticks. You'll never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. Another way of saying that is that basically you define your daily habits and your daily habits define your future. So if you want to improve your mindset and performance, the best way to do so is to create habits that supports that. And obviously there are tons of ways to do this. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you a couple of my favorite ways of doing this. To be more exact, I'm going to share five of my favorite tips and, and ways of doing this. So the first tip here, and you might have heard this one before, but it is to meditate. And preferably, you're going to want to do this in the morning. What are the advantages of doing so? It helps you first and foremost to improve your ability to focus. This is obviously something that is really, really beneficial when it comes to riding a show jumping track, a cross country track, a dressage program or whatever it is, what kind of discipline that you're doing in the equestrian industry. It basically helps you to keep your focus on you and your task for an extended period of time. This is exactly the same thing that you're doing with meditating. So a lot of the time when we're meditating, we have this mantra that we want to be repeating or we have a focus point. We have something or we want to focus on our breath, depending on what kind of meditation you're doing. But a common thing in all meditations is that you have this one thing that you want to focus on and then thoughts will come and go. Right. And and the, the challenge in this and the, the goal of meditating is then to, to move your, your thoughts back, to move it back to that one focus that you're having. And this, again, this is exactly the same thing that you want to be doing in a show jumping round or a dressage test. So it's really a brilliant way to practice that ability to stay focused on one task and yourself, one thing at a time. This is also a great way to start off your day in a calm and collected manner. So a lot of the time when we when we start off our days, we get up, we check our phone, we get stressed the second we step out of bed. And if you start your day out like that, a lot of the time, that's also how your day is going to continue. So if you can start off with having a meditation routine, you're going to start off calm, collected, stress is gone, and you just take those deep breaths and it really is going to set you off on a good foot for the rest of the day. And then the third thing, and this is a bit of a bonus, but this is something that I really noticed in myself. So... If you're having a challenge getting out of bed, 
if you just think about that you need to get out of bed and you need to go and sit down on the couch to meditate, for example, isn't that much easier than if you think about that you have to get up and you have to take a shower and you have to get your, your, get your breakfast ready and you need to get your kids ready and you need to go and do the horses. Like all those stuff requires way more effort than to just get out of bed and go sit in the couch. So I think about this a lot of the time when I'm lying there and my bed is comfortable. I'm thinking, well, all I need to do is get out of bed, sit down in the couch to meditate. Like that's that, that's my gift. That's, that, that's what I get to do once I get out of bed. And to me, that really helps me to get out of bed in the morning. Now, the second thing I want to talk about here, and that is to include a positivity practice in your daily routine. And some of you might have heard of a gratefulness practice. So a lot of people want to practice gratitude on a, on a daily basis. Uh, a lot of people do celebrations. They celebrate different things throughout the day. And all this to me is all a way of including positivity in your daily routine. Our brain automatically goes towards the negative. This is this is how we survive. Like this is how we survived the whole evolution all those years. It's a good thing but it's obviously can get too much of it. And it's really important if you want to live a good, happy life that you also remember to focus on what's positive in your life. So when you, you can include a positivity practice, as I call it, into your daily routine, you're going to automatically train your brain to focus on what's positive. And one way of doing this is to simply write down three positives each day. As I mentioned, this can be things that you're grateful for. It can be something that you are proud of. It could be some kind of celebration, some kind of achievement, some kind of valuable lessons learned that you took away from something. It could be a sign that you're making progress, any kind of positive change in your life. So you can really turn this whole negative thing and your that focus that your brain automatically has on the negative, you can turn all that around simply by doing a positivity practice like this. And to, again, to give an example of what this could look like. So if I were to write down three things right now that I would were to be grateful for or that I find is positive in my life. So first of all, I'm really grateful that I have three amazing horses that give me the opportunity to do what I love and improve as a rider. Second, positivity. I'm celebrating my latest realizations about that I need to softening my hands before each jump and that I remembered to do so in my latest competition. So for those of you who listened to my last episode, I talked a lot about these realizations that I had recently and I'm so, so happy and I'm really celebrating that I've had this realization because it's helped my writing so, so much. That was the second positive. Skipping to a third positive here. I am proud of myself for daring to show all sides of my journey on social media. So for those of you who follow me on social media, you will have seen that I'm not only sharing the stuff when it goes well in my writing, all those great rounds. I, I really put in the best effort I can to also show the rounds where it didn't quite go to according to plan when there were some improvement points in there. And this is something I'm really proud of because there is some resistance there. Every time I do there, I do this, I notice some kind of resistance. And I'm really proud that I, I, I just moved through that resistance and I, I dare to show all aspects of my journey. So this is a really long way of saying that there are three positives that I just identified right here and right now, and you can do so every day as well. So just sit down, write down three things that are positive in your life, Remember, it can be some kind of realization, it can be something you're proud of, some kind of something that you're grateful for, some celebration, some positive change, any kind of like sign that you're making progress or that you're learning new stuff. Right. Tip number three, and that is to rewire your belief system by telling yourself affirmations or declarations each day. 
we all have those limiting beliefs, like thinking we're not good enough. We're not good enough to do X, Y, Z, whatever it is that you have in mind. We have all those limiting beliefs holding us back from actually going out and take action on those things that we want to. So this is going to be holding you back from pushing your comfort zone. It's going to be holding you back from growing into the person capable of achieving your dreams. And the thing is, everything starts with your mindset. It starts with your belief system. It starts with your perspective on how you view every situation around you. I always say you have this like colored, colored glasses on you all the time, which is steered by your belief system. So just as important as taking action towards your dream, your dreams is to program your mind and brainwash yourself into thinking that you're capable of doing all those things. So what you need to do is figure out what your limiting beliefs are and come up with affirmations or declarations. And I'll explain this in a second to really make you believe that you are capable to rewire those limiting beliefs that you already have in there and replace them with the kind of beliefs that are going to support you in the, becoming the person that you want to be. So those declarations, affirmations, you can, you, can, you can read them out to each other. You can say them to yourself in the mirror every single day. This is really powerful if you can do this every single day. You can write them down. You can put them up your, on your fridge, in your car. You basically want to feed your brain and your belief system with those new beliefs as much as you can, as often as you can. Write them down. Everything. And to then just explain real quickly what the difference is here between an affirmation and a declaration. Aff affirmation is probably the thing that, that most people have heard of. A, a lot of us have heard about an affirmations. Those are things where we're saying, I am a successful event writer. I am a millionaire. I am fit. Like all those kind of stuff. Those are things that we want to we want to be, right? And that's good. I mean, you can use that. But what I prefer to use is when we take this a step further and, we, and those I refer to as declarations. This is also a kind of affirmation, but it's something that is true or something that you can make true by showing up or behaving in a particular manner. So an example of this would be, I confidently meet any challenge. This is something I say a lot of the time, and, and that is sort of the, the, leading, the leading affirmation declaration in, in our, on our PrEP community. We confidently meet any challenge. And this is, a, this is an affirmation, but it's also declaring a way that you're going to show up. And by showing up in that manner, by confidently meeting every challenge that you come across, you're showing up in that manner and you're making it through. Another example is, I am a runner. This is something that even if you aren't a runner the first time you say this affirmation, you can make it true by going out there and running a couple of times per week. That makes you a runner. You can make it true by, by, by fulfilling whatever it is that you're saying. When, you, when we talk about things like I'm a millionaire, like that, that's all good and well, but it's not like I'm sitting here telling myself I'm a millionaire that, that all of a sudden is going to make me a millionaire, right? It also takes action. And sometimes before we have managed to evidence that, Sometimes that bullshit radar in our mind will go off before we actually get there. So I always prefer to use declarations rather than affirmations. Just a quick bonus in there explaining what the difference there is. Then tip number four is follow through on the things that you said you would do. This, this relates really nicely there to the declarations. If I'm sitting here declaring that I am a runner, I better make sure that I go out and run. Otherwise, that is not true, right? Because here's the thing, like results comes from taking action and small things will spiral into bigger things. So if I'm sitting here saying that, like to take an example of my own life, a big thing that I would like to be achieving in my life is to be riding badminton. That's a big thing, right? I really want to do that. That's my someday goal. But 
then I also have smaller stuff. Like I have smaller goals, smaller commitments that I make to myself. So for example, the fact that I'm going to, I've said I'm going to go out and ride my horse later on today. Like that's a commitment that I'm making. And here's the thing. Sometimes it's going to start raining and it's going to seem really challenging to go out there. And your mind is going to come up with excuses as to why you shouldn't go out and ride your horse today. And you're probably thinking, well, that one ride, what difference is that actually going to make in the general fitness of my horse or my riding? Probably not that much. And no, you're right. It's probably not going to make that much of a difference in terms of your condition. But... It is going to make a major difference in your ability to follow through on things. If you like every time you miss something that you said you would do, you're creating a habit out of not fulfilling your goals and commitments. They lose its value. So so if I'm sitting here saying I want to ride badminton, but then I don't pull through on any of the other things that I said I was going to do to actually achieve that. Then, then I'm never going to get there, right? And all those smaller things, it's like the more you promise yourself and you don't do it, as I said, like you're creating a habit out of missing and you you can definitely not expect that you're going to be achieving your bigger goals if you're already missing on those small things. Like It's all the same. So the, the, the fourth tip I want to give you here, and this is so, so important, and this is, this is obviously a way that you can train your mind every single day in everything you're doing. Things like, you know, just making up your bed in the morning. If you said that you're going to make your bed in the morning, do it. Because if you fail in those small things, you're also going to fail in the big things. So every single time you give yourself a commitment, make sure you've pulled through on it. Make sure, make sure you follow through. And I'm not going to say like, you have to overwhelm yourself and, and saying you're going to do like everything in one go. Absolutely not. But what I'm saying is either you make a commitment to yourself to do something and you follow through on it or you don't make that commitment. So, so I mean, obviously, this is also really important that you make realistic commitments. Don't say you're going to do a lot of things. Don't promise yourself that you're going to do a lot of things if you don't think it's realistic that you're actually going to do it. But when you commit yourself to doing something, freaking do it. Because otherwise you're making a habit out of missing. You're making a habit out of not falling through on all those different things that you want to be achieving. And I assure you, you're never going to be able to achieve those bigger goals of yours because you have already created that habit of not fulfilling your commitments and goals. Right. This leads me to the next point, actually, which, which is which is to take cold showers. This is a huge thing that you can do to strengthening your mind. And I'm, I'm saying like this leads into the next point just bec because I'm not going to say that you should take cold showers every single day for the rest of your life. It comes back to that thing would be a realistic, right? You can absolutely take cold showers for every single day of the rest of your life. I'm not doing that because I think when I when I'm when I'm calling that out, it doesn't feel realistic. Like it's it's not something that I'm going to stick to. I do do it for periods. So I'll have periods of my life where I decide all of a sudden like I'm now going to do 30 30 days of cold showers just because I want to prove to my mind that I can actually stick to it. Like I can actually pull through on something that I said I would do. And not only that, when we take those cold showers, it's super, super cool. Because when you're standing there in front of that shower, every single like cell in your body, in your brain, in your mind is going to scream at you not to do that. That is exactly the same voice that you're going to have popping up when you want to push your comfort zone, when you want to step up that level in your writing, when you want to step into a presentation that you're nervous about, it's exactly that same voice that is going to tell you and give you excuses not to do it. So if you can take cold showers on a regular basis, commit to a period and just do this for 30 days, 
what you're going to realize is that you are in control of your body. You are in control of your mind. Even if all the cells in your body screaming at you not to do something, you can still put one foot in front of the others and move under that cold shower. And it's so powerful because every time you're done standing in a situation where you feel like, I'm not sure if I can do this. And oh my God, like my, my you know, when you have those freeze reactions, I hear so many writers talk about that they have those freeze react reactions, that they're getting scared of something. You'll have this, that freeze reaction. Trust me, you'll have that freeze reaction when you want to step into a cold shower as well. You're just going to stand there and you're almost like freeze to the ground. And you're like, oh my God, but I, I literally can't do that. But you can. You can just move one leg, move the next one. And before you know it, you're under that shower. It's exactly the same thing as you're sitting on your horse and you're feeling that freeze popping up. And then you're like, okay, I can move one leg. Yeah, I can move one leg. Okay, I can put the other leg on as well. Okay, and before we know it, your horse is moving forward again. So this really is such a powerful way in training your mind because it is exactly that same it's, it's exactly that same voice that you're overcoming. And if you've done that for 30 days, you can fall back on that later on. And when you're sitting there on your horse or when you have that next level that you want to step into, when you have that cross-country course, that first three-star international that you're going to ride and you're standing there on the start line, you can think back at that. I, I can do this. I am in control of my body. I'm not going to allow that voice in my head to tell me not to do this. You are in control. So the points I went through today and I'm going to sum them all nicely up for you. The five ways that I really recommend, and I'm not going to say you need to do all of this. I want to really preface this because when we do too much at the same time, oftentimes we end up doing none of it. So whether you start with all five of them or one of them, I would say start with at least one of them. So here they are all in one go for you just so you can pick out your favorite. Tip number one, meditate, preferably in the morning, preferably just when you get out of bed. Tip number two, Include a positivity practice into your daily routine. So this can be practicing gratitude, writing some celebrations, some stuff that you're proud of, some signs that you're making progress, any kind of positive change into your life. Tip number three, rewire your belief system by telling yourself affirmations or declarations every single day. So all those beliefs that you have that are holding you back, all those limiting beliefs, pick out the opposite of those or some kind of declaration that you can use to slowly but steady start to create the beliefs that are actually going to help you become the person capable of achieving those dreams of yours. Tip number four. Follow through on the things you said you would do. If you're saying you're going to go out and ride your horse later on today, even if it's freaking pouring rain, freaking stick to it. Because if you're not sticking to the small things in your life, you can't expect yourself to achieve those bigger goals of yours. And then tip number five, last but not least, and this is for the real hardcore ones, take cold showers. Try this out for 30 days. Take a cold shower for two minutes, 30 days in a row. I assure you, this 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 is a life changer. I, I, I yeah, you just have to try this out to see what it's gonna do with your life. So really challenge here for the real, real hardcore people out there. If you want to do this, I always say this when I put out a challenge like this. If you want to do this, let me know. And I'm happy to do this with you. I always love having that extra accountability where we can hold each other accountable to taking those cold showers, because let's be honest, it sucks. So you really need to have that accountability there. All right, that's all I got for you for today. If you love this episode, make sure to share it with the people in your surroundings, share it on your social media, share it with your friends. Make sure you tag me in any kind of post that you put up on social media so I can also reshare this to my Instagram. And other than that, there's only one more thing I want to do today, and that is to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. 
see you on the next Happy Monday.